Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Straight in the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control in the dock. Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, Yancey, all in studio. It's It's been a minute, and, and let's do this. How was your vacation? I dodged the bad weather for those of you that were in the you know south portion of the state early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was down there with you, kind of dodging a little bit of what was going on, but it was fun. Uh, you know, we, we had to come back uh, by Thursday because the wife's job She's a computer whiz, and people that work at Ole Miss wouldn't have gotten paid if we didn't come back. Uh-oh. So, yeah, so we came back, um, but it was good. It was fun. Just a chance to get away and do some stuff and let the boys see, you know, some bigger water than Sardis Lake. You know. So, uh, <laughs> uh, best wishes to some of our listening audience in uh, Bartlett and out in in that area, out east of Memphis. I heard they got hit pretty hard with seventy, eighty out. Mile an hour winds yesterday, so last night. So hope everybody's okay. It's that time, isn't it? We've got to, you know, those thunderstorms come rolling through. I know Hernando got hit before we left with some things. Life in Mississippi, fellas. Yeah, Life all in over Mississippi. All right, so trying to get. Uh, let me get all these things done. See, I've, I've been gone for ten days, right? And so apparently, there's been engineering. There's been things done. Hopefully this uh, sounds better. Maybe maybe you can hear me a little bit better now along go. the way. Well, I got younger ears than Chucky. He can barely hear anyway. Well, <laughs> this, That's is, right. this is coming from Rhino down, <laughs> down in Jackson, so maybe we got all of this situated. Today on the program, uh, we will have Carl Lafferty come up with us at 630. We're going to talk some baseball things with him. And I guess we've got, since we've been gone, what, lots of commitments and other things that have happened in yeah. the world, Yancey, that we need to get to? Yeah, really do. Eight commitments since we were last on air. So things have been really, really busy. All right, so we will get to all of those. And the early part of the show is brought to you, as always, by First South Farm Credit. 100 years of experience supporting rural communities and agriculture. They guide you through that financial journey, First South Farm Credit. And now we'll get the five things with Yancey brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Steve Grantham has nine locations in Mississippi and Tennessee. First start of the day, Tennessee's dominating right-handed pitcher Chase Burns has gone into the portal. He is this year's Paul Skinnies. You get Chase, and you change the whole projection for next season. I don't care what it costs. Ole Miss needs to go all in to land the 6-5 flamethrower. Second thought. Ole Miss has picked up a third baseman, middle infielder, center fielder, and a right-handed pitcher in the baseball portal. They need to pick up a power hitter, a big-time starter like a Chase Burns, and one more big-time weekend arm to come out of the bullpen, in my opinion, from here on out. Third thought of the day. 
The Ole Miss football team continues to build their quarterback room with the addition of quarterback Austin Simmons. The top 50 national recruit reclassified to the 23 class and spurned the home team, Florida, for the Rebels. Austin is also a big-time left-handed pitcher. The Rebels killed two birds at once and now have arguably the top quarterback group in the country. Thought number four, if I'm Lane, I go find another depth piece at running back while finding a starting punter and another linebacker with the remaining opening slots. And the last thought of the day, Ole Miss picked up eight high school commitments since we were last on there, but they also lost, or they also had four key Mississippi prospects commit to other schools. MSU grabbed three of them in Starkville wide receiver Braylon Burnside, North Panola receiver J.J. Harrell, and former MRA offensive line Jimmy Lewis. Florida snagged another in Picayune linebacker Jamonte Waller. Remember, it's only June, and that's an eternity in the NIL era, excuse me. But the Rebels obviously have their work cut out for them. They must start having more success on the high school recruiting trails, or they are going to have to continue to live and die in the transfer portal. All right, we will get into a lot of that discussion as the program goes along here in uh, this version of the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Your text messages also at 662-426-1093. If there are any injury updates, we'll try and get to those and more along the way. Yeah, I mean, Chucky, and we'll get into this in just a minute, but, you know, a lot going on in the recruiting world. I believe the dead period in football started today, goes up to July 22nd, so the next three weeks will be a little bit quieter than it has been the last two weeks. But, uh, you know, like I said, they got they really keying in on these Mississippi prospects, and losing four of those guys is is pretty much a dino. Well, let's let, let's don't say lose yet. Yeah, lose is a bad word. I mean, they're, they're committed to other schools. Committed to other schools, and like I said a couple of weeks ago on here, I'm not sure I understand the – definition of a commitment anymore Celine, it's so, Celine. you know I, I, nobody nobody stops recruiting anybody i mean they can commit to tougaloo and they're still going to commit recruit them so you know i i don't really fret about it in june i just i can't now that that's that trend cannot continue yeah, obviously especially when they lost two more mississippi rec- uh, recruits exactly. prior week before that so exactly. that's really sick so i mean it, it can't continue but uh i'm not panicking yet we'll be back and dig more into it right after this when you think car we want you to think canon whether you're in the market for gas hybrid or electric vehicles our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Shannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, is opening a full-service clinic in Oxford on June 12th, offering a full spectrum of orthopedic care, including sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, and a physical therapy department. Schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. We also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic, Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Across from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. All right, let's get this baby rolling again as we sit here and, and we're watching what one year ago today was Ole Miss yeah. winning a national championship. Uh, there are two SEC teams playing, and on the first pitch, of tonight's game, plunk right into the back of the LSU hitter between the two I mean, and the four. Right in the middle. Got him in the two and the four. All right, we've got other news that I'll get to as well. We have another almost Rebel called up into the major leagues. We've got that that's yeah. happened here recently, and we'll get into that. Plus, the SEC basketball schedule is out for Coach mm-hmm. Beard and whatnot. We'll get into those things. Plus, text messaging asking about NILs for baseball, asking about reclassifying from 2025 to 2023. We're going to find out if Yancey really is 202 pounds or not, according to someone. Big Chief wanting to know that. You have that answer, Chuck? Uh, he's at least there. <laughs> if, he's trying to, if he's trying to pass off, he's in the ones. Uh-uh, that ain't happening. This portion of the show is brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving I, you since 1929. I'll say this. I'll say this. <clears throat> if he amputated a leg, he'd be in the ones. 54 <laughs> locations across six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. All right, let's really break it down. What's happening? Yeah, Chuck, let's first start off with Gary Austin Simmons. Uh, you know, we let off with that there. Big-time quarterback, reclassified, as Gary just so, mentioned. So go ahead, and that, this is from a text message person that wants to know. How do you go about 
when you're supposed to be leaving high school at 2025 and now you're 2023? My understanding is he's homeschooled and he's got all the credits he needs and he made high enough on the ACT and he, he can reclassify. That's, it, look, that's the simple explanation. At least that's the one I got. And Austin's going to be 18 in the fall. So we're not talking about a 15-year-old okay. kid. Right. Yeah. And I think that probably was some concern. Is he just six, 15, 16? Yeah. When will he be 16? Yeah. When will he be 17? So he'll be 18, as you be say. Be 18 okay. in the fall. So he's really where he needs to be, and, honestly. Uh, and listen, I've had a little bird tell me that they wouldn't be surprised if he's not a weekend starter in baseball. Me too. He's really? Throwing yeah. at 94 right now in the perfect game's last event. Um, left-hander throwing 94? Yeah. 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 Really, really good pitcher. You know, the, the question is, is uh, Chuck, too, is, you know, when you're in baseball all that fall, you don't go through fall ball. I mean, we've seen this with Jerry Neely, uh, you know, Tom no, Malone. Mean, don't go through spring ball. They go through fall ball. No, I'm talking about Simmons playing football. He will not be going through fall ball oh. and, and baseball. So yeah. you miss all that practice, all those scrimmages, and then you just thrown out there, right? The schedule starts in February. It's usually right there around Valentine's Day. What do you do from there? I mean, can you get a guy ready that quickly? I don't know. But. Well, I can say I can tell you this: the way kids specialize these days, it's uh, it takes a special guy to play two sports now in college successfully. Yeah, I mean they can try, but. You know. Now, having said that, it is easier for a pitcher to get ready than a than a hitter, an everyday player, right? You got to get your timing down at the plate. A pitcher, you see a little bit more success uh, in the past. So we'll see. I don't know, but you know, Chuck Austin uh, really shook up Gator Nation when he decommitted from them. He visited Ole Miss in June, I believe June second, and then there was kind of some rumors that Ole Miss was going to flip him. Then he went back to Florida. Uh, for a three-day visit with his mother, and then shortly after that, he announces for Ole Miss and signs with the Rebels. He's 6'2", 190. Uh, he's rated the number 73 overall prospect in the 25 class and the number four quarterback in the 25 class. Now he's reclassified to the 23 class, but, I mean, have you ever seen this much talent in the quarterback room? I mean, I don't, I'm not even sure Alabama or Ohio State or Georgia has four players of this caliber. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got uh, Spencer Sanders, who started four years at Oklahoma State. Uh, Jackson Dart, who started a year for us. Walker Howard, who we know is a tremendous athlete and a tremendous prospect for the future. And now Austin Simmons, who's, by everybody's account, four-star. And some people think he should have been a five-star. Yeah, so, big, big time. Austin Simmons is a big-time prospect. Now, Chuck... In the NIL world, and we know the constraints that all the schools have, including Ole Miss and the money being spent, is Ole Miss investing too much of their NIL to the quarterback room? You know, it's not for me to judge whether they're investing too much, but they're certainly investing a lot. And and that's the results you get. You get four guys that are really good. So do you need four guys that are really good? I don't know. I mean, look, th- those are coaching decisions. I'm not going to try to dissect them. Um, I just know this, that the Grove Collective, um, <clears throat> it's not struggling, but it needs people to pick it up. I mean, we've committed a lot of money. They have all the, everything that they've committed covered for now. But the coaches are still committing more and more and more each each day, you know. So 
uh, Rebel Nation, you gotta got to pick it up. So that brings me to the next point with the NIL issues is someone like a Chase Burns. I, I compared him to what we're watching on TV or about to when he comes in relief at LSU and schemes there. He's that type of impact player that can really elevate the program, you know, from one level to the next. Does Ole Miss have that type of NIL firepower to be able to sign him? I don't know. I don't know what the going rate is for a top pitcher, but I would guess it would be three to four hundred thousand dollars. And if that's the case, I, I think that Ole Miss would have it. Uh, but they'd be putting a lot of their eggs into that one basket. So, you know, they'd have to weigh out is it is it worth that? You know, I personally I think it would be. You get a Friday night guy that come in and <laughs> win nine, ten games, uh, you know, it's worth your investment. Then we had uh, four star safety Traverius Banks out of Tuscaloosa over the weekend. He committed Ole Miss over Mississippi State, Florida State, and Tennessee. It was really thought that he was going to land at Mississippi State. He's in 6'2", 195-pound safety again out of Tuscaloosa. That was really a big surprise in the recruiting world that Traverius uh, committed to Ole Miss. What, what have, you, have you heard anything inside the IPF about Banks? No, uh, other than they just – they love all three of the safeties that they have committed since since we were on the air. I mean, you got Anthony Robinson out of Destraham, Louisiana, a 6'2", 190-pound guy that they Big say Tom. they say reminds him of Cody Pruitt, yeah. that, that he can fill out and be Head another hunter. Cody Pruitt. And then they like the, the, the kid that, that flipped from Wake Forest and Andy Jaffe. From Florida, they say he's going to be a big-time player. So they really helped their safety room. There's there's no question about that uh, with those three kids if they hang on to all three of them. Well, as we know, Chuck and Gary, Ole Miss has really been active in the portal in the defensive back room, and a lot of those guys are going to be graduating next year. They're one-year guys. So that's going to be, you know, they, they've got to address that, and, and they have. They've done a really nice job in the defensive backfield and the offensive line, and that gets us next to the offensive linemen. Um, they picked up two big-time of their priorities. We named four guys that were kind of must-haves in their eyes uh, several months ago when it when this class really started getting going. One of them was uh, John Wayne Oliver. He's a Nashville native, 6'5", 280. He took three visits uh, this month to his finalists, Ole Miss, TCU, and Auburn, and then picked Ole Miss this past Tuesday. He is rated the number 26 offensive tackle in the 24 class. You kind of got to give it to the new offensive line uh, coach there with Garrison. Um, he's come in from NC State, and he's really he keyed in on four or five guys, and he's done a great job landing those guys. Yeah, I think he's done a good job in recruiting. But, um, you know, you, it's kind of early to tell. You never know how these kids are going to transition to the SEC. But they've got certainly got a good foundation to be good football players. All the, all the uh, offensive linemen that Garrison's been after, he likes, and if he likes them, I like them. Yep. And then another one that committed to Gary Jude Foster out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He picked Ole Miss over Baylor, Florida State, and Georgia Tech after taking official visits to those three schools. And look at this: Skeens is not pitching. No, nope, he's supposed to be coming out of the bullpen. They started herd. <laughs> Wow. And uh, Florida got a leadoff off. That'll probably single. be in the second inning. We'll do text messages and more coming up in just a few.
Are you considering retirement or already retired? If so, please be sure not to miss our free educational retirement workshop and dinner Tuesday, June 13th, 5.30 p.m. at the Country Club of Oxford. Hi, this is Paxton Faris with the Faris Group. For over two decades, our company is solely focused on working with and meeting the needs of retirees and investing their nest egg. Please join us Tuesday, June 13th, limited seating available, so RSVP now. RSVP online, farisgroup.com under the workshop tab. That's farisgroup.com. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Aberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Text message time at 662-426-1093. After that, a little injury update, and then we'll get to Carl Lafferty, almost baseball discussion coming up. And we've had a couple other things we'll get to. Plus, we didn't get through all of the recruiting tidbits along the way, so we'll be uh, coming back to those very soon. As well, we kind of answered some of these text messages, but we need to bounce back to them. Ken and Cleary McGraw, by the way, bringing our text messages to us again at ccmoxford.com. And the first text message that came in, guys, was Does the NIL have enough money for baseball? That was the sport that was asked about. So, what do we think about baseball? Well, you know, I, I think they've got a decent budget, but. How much is enough, and, and what are these kids asking for now? And, and what if you go after a kid like Yancey's talking about, that Friday starter from Chase Tennessee, Burns? Burns. Um, you know, he'd eat up a big chunk of it, I'm sure. So, you know, if they're wise, they have a pretty good budget, um, but they've got a, they've got a lot of holes to fill. That's what I'm saying. You so, know, the, I there's don't so know. many holes That's to a great fill. question that I, I can't answer specifically. I know what they asked for was uh 
granted, so to speak. They mm-hmm. said, yeah, we've got that much. So let's see if they can work with that much. And from all you know, accounts of what they have picked up in the transfer portal, it's working out nicely for yeah. them. Now we got to see the guys get out on the diamond next year and, mm-hmm. and do that, but they've picked up whether it's been, what, Mercer or Arkansas State or what's Georgia State Duke. and Duke. Duke. They've picked up four players that a lot of people seemingly liked and were after from other Power Five schools. And it's all going to come down to this draft, right? I mean, that's the big thing is can they hold on to that class, the number five class coming in the country, a lot of – a lot of uh, position players, four or five really, really outstanding pitchers. You know, they're going to be leaning on those guys. I don't know as heavily as they did in that 16 class with Dillard and, um, you know, uh, all that, the whole group there. It's going to be, it's going to be some nervous moments during that draft. I'll say that. And that draft coming up, uh, obviously, a little bit later than usual. By now, everybody would have been drafted, but we're finishing up with college baseball tonight. And then the draft comes up in uh, the early part of right, it's next week, correct? Yeah. Next I mean, week. You know, they used to held it right there during the Supers, right? Mm-hmm. Right there you Sunday during the regionals, and then they would start right there on that Monday. So it's uh, it's different. I think they started that a year or two ago. But, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a big draft for Ole Miss's future. So are you 202 pounds? No, I'm, I'm a little bit less. I weighed 199.8 this oh. morning. Now, I did not weigh myself after lunch. We'll see. We'll see. I did eat I did eat at Ajax, so that could have been on three or four. He, hell awaits liars. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell you. <laughs> all right, Big Chief, you got your answer there. That's uh, And we thank all of you for the text messages along the way. Oh, my goodness. Um, let's talk about some injuries because I guess we have maybe something we need to discuss there. And we do need to thank Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine for being a part of the program uh, all year long. It's OxfordOrtho.com if you need them, Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Yeah, well, the two offensive linemen that were out in the spring, uh, Jaden Williams and Jeremy James, who are starters, left tackle and right guard, uh, both out after shoulder surgery and had to sit out spring, are both back working, and my understanding is they're going to be full go in August. Uh, Jordan Watkins, wide receiver, and Trey Harris, wide receiver, both missed all the spring with uh, hamstring injuries. And I just talked to Jordan the other day, and he said that he thinks he and Trey both will be ready to go in August. Jordan's hamstring seems to have been lingering a little longer than he anticipated, but he said he's feeling pretty good now. And he's got another month and, what, month and a week, so five weeks to get it right, and he thinks he will. Um, obviously, they Jackson Dart tweaked a knee and wasn't able to go to the Manning camp, yep. Manning Passing Academy, but uh, I, I heard it's just very minor. What about Jalen Knox, the guy that the last two oh, years? He's, he's fine. Yeah. He had a good spring. So he stayed healthy. He's yeah. still healthy. Through. Yeah. That's really a very key player to be. I think so, too. I think he's at least in the top five. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to play six or seven wideouts. And I think he'll be a, uh, you know, a pretty big part of the wideout room. Unquestionably top five. I think top three. Um, I don't know. I think Jordan Watkins, Trey Harris, uh, Zachary Franklin, when he gets here, and Jalen Knox, uh, I think right you, there. Yeah. you can put them all in a bag what, and shake what, them up. What are they saying about Franklin? Uh, he's just got to get a, a class that he took at uh, UTSA, 
um, approved mm-hmm. so he can be eligible. So he's not going through conditioning right now? No, he's not here. He won't be oh, here till gosh. second semester of summer school. Uh, but he's waiting on a, a ruling on a class out of from UTSA. What about the cornerback that became eligible there last uh, late, Gaddy? There, what what are you hearing on him? Uh, you know, just got to wait and see how he does when you put the pads on. All, all his you know attributes are there. I mean, he's fast. He's got decent size and he's long. Um, you know, so they're excited about him. But you know, you never know till they put the pads on. Didn't the rules change last year or the year before after the COVID where the coaches can actually view what's going on during these drills now? Summer used to just be the strength and uh, training coaches. Don't they have some access well, to them now? I, I don't I don't think they can get out there and coach them, but I think they can watch them. They can watch them. Yeah. Good. All right, as always, you can text message in at 662-426-1093 along the way. We've got Carl Lafferty coming up, Ole Miss baseball assistant coach, out in the recruiting trail. Yes. As we speak, he's going to step away and talk with us now for a few minutes after the break. We still have Chuck's Good, Bad, and Ugly to go. More recruiting brought to us by the Grove Collective. And we got the SEC and Ole Miss News brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers that we'll get to as well with some basketball and some baseball news and another text message that came in. I'll throw this one out to you guys and we'll think about it. Exceptions uh, for Jamarius Brown from Moss Point and somebody else. Will they be there in fall practice? And I, uh, I Jam- Jamarius Brown should be here second semester. T-A-I-M-A-N-A, last name? Uh, he's got a couple of junior college courses to finish, and he, he if he does that, he'll be here. There's your answer back in a second. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or 
call 844-901-ROOF. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canada. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Auberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Game Day Outlook brought to you by the Faris Group, our partner in retirement. Nearly two decades of expertise in helping retirees invest and distribute those savings. The Faris Group continues to provide our clients with an un Precedented level of service and delivered results. 1-877-327-3735. Listen again. 1-877-327-3735. One year ago today, this man was celebrating with the rest of us as a national champion in Omaha. Carl Lafferty. Hello, dude. How you guys doing today? We're doing great, Coach. How about you? Man, I am. Uh, if it gets a little loud, I apologize. I'm on the road recruiting right now. Uh, no, that's, out that's watching, perfect. watching some games, but uh, and I'm good. Just uh, out trying to see players and, and find some future rebels. We appreciate your your time here, and we know that you're out on the road recruiting. Just tell us a little bit how things have changed. Are you recruiting guys for the portal right now, or is it for players in next year's class? How, how is that working? It's actually uh, a little bit of both, and that's probably the the unique thing about the the recruiting model and how it's it's changed over the last you know year or two. Uh, you find yourself looking at you know older players and and now trying to you know uh, the main focus is putting together you know your roster for August. Uh, but certainly we're going to see good younger players as well. I'm um, going to see some you know some juniors and and sophomores uh, and maybe even some freshmen through the coming summer. Uh, but again, it's just, uh, I mean, the, the, the time frame doesn't change as far as, you know, how much you're on the road. It's just, uh, sometimes you're going to different places now, 
uh, with the, the changing of the, the, the portal and, and whatnot. Well, we know that the draft has been moved back the last couple of years, so we're approaching that draft. you got four or five pitchers that are definitely on the board. We'll probably be drafted somewhere, but, you know, that, that onus of not knowing who's going to make it or not, I know that kind of makes the puzzle a little bit difficult there. How do you piece that together after the draft? Uh, well, I think that's the challenge for any college baseball team. I don't think there's any uh... – uh, college program out there that, uh, enjoys the draft being, you know, in the middle of, uh, July. A lot of us would prefer it to be, you know, back at the beginning of June, um, where we, we had a good idea of what we were looking for, uh, I guess the rest of the summer and, and how to best put together our roster. But kind of, uh, the changes, yeah, you can get to, you know, July 9th and all of a sudden things kind of get blown up and you're out looking for, uh, for players to bring in next year. So it just, uh, in years past where you may have been more focused on uh, younger kids, high school kids now, uh, you're constantly, you know, focused on any of the, the available uh, portal pieces that are out there, or junior college guys, and trying to do your homework and make sure you, you take your notes. Because, again, when you get to the drafts, anything can happen. Uh, it's obviously uh, it's a, it's a crazy few days for everyone, so you just have to be as prepared as you can. So I guess, you know, in the past, people would say you needed a plan B, right? Now you need a plan C, D, and possibly E, correct? Uh, yeah, F and G, too. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, like that, like you, you, you find yourself just trying to recruit, you know, when I say recruit more players, just, you know, having, you know, communication and, and talking to more kids uh, just because you don't know what each day will bring in, in the scenarios. So, um it's uh it it's fast paced and it's a little different, but uh obviously uh obviously still fun. Coach, uh, another variable in this is the health of the guys that you're bringing back there on the mound. Start with Hunter Elliott, what you're hearing, what how's he coming along from the surgery there and, and what is the time frame for him? Well, I, I think Hunter's doing great with his rehab. Uh, the tough thing was the, the timing of, of the actual time that he had the surgery, you know, later in the season. So uh, if I'm being completely honest with you, I don't know the exact status. I mean, you can kind of, usually with Tommy John, you know, a safe estimate is kind of work a, a year from the time that he had it. Uh, and that gives you, a, you know, a pretty good idea of, of when he would be back and, I don't even say normal because, you know, one year they're able to compete, but I don't think they ever really get normal, normal till about 18 months. Uh, some, some guys a little faster than others, but, um, I think it's going well. But again, the status for next year, man, that's not something I would, I would even, you know, try to comment on because I don't want to, I don't want to speak out of turn and I, I don't want to say something that's not true. Josh Mallets is another guy that's coming off of Tommy John. Of course, you're going to have to see how it goes with the draft with him. If you're lucky enough where it does go well for you there, how uh, how's he looking right now? Uh, he's been progressing really well. Uh, he's in great shape. His uh, throwing protocol has gone without hiccup. Uh, you know, and he he took, he had surgery in the fall, so you're talking about a kid. By the time he you know got to the start of our season, would be at oh fifteen sixteen months. So you know, fully expect him uh, to be healthy at the beginning of, of next. Uh, next spring and, and ready to pitch, uh, and so far, you know the the rehab process has gone great with him. He's been he has been really working his tail off. Carl, what do you, what do you think uh, is is the cause of what I consider more Tommy John's than you know 
than than in the past. Let's say, um, I've got a ten year old grandson that plays travel ball. I know your son does too, and I'm seeing kids throw curves at ten year old. Is that is that a bad thing in your mind? Uh, I don't I don't know because I'm sure there's some there's some science behind all of it. Uh, and I, I, you know, I don't want to go into trying to speak about, you know, youth level and, and usage and, and certainly kids play more baseball at a younger age, but the, the big thing is, and, and just when you, when I talk amongst my peers, uh, and I think it's, it's obvious for anybody, you know, who watches the college game and watches the pro game, um, guys are just throwing harder than they've ever thrown in the history of, of baseball. Yeah. Uh, and, and collectively, uh, like as a group, I'm not even talking, I'm not equating it to success or a low ERA. I'm just talking about literally the average fastball velo continues to cr- continues to climb. And obviously throwing a baseball is a very stressful thing. And the harder you throw, the more stress you create. That's just a, a fact of the matter. Uh, so I think that has a, a you know, a, a big thing to do with it. And, and it's kind of a, a catch 22 because anybody that says, uh, arm strength or velocity doesn't matter that's that's just not the case and the kids are aware of that because they flip on the tv every day and they see what the average major league pitcher the average heater is that he's throwing and so they're going to work their tails off to to try to get to that level um so i don't know what the answer is i think it's something that uh i tell you if i had the answer to it i probably would be sitting on an island somewhere that i owned uh because it's just man it's it's out there and it's everywhere it's that you know every level of of college baseball, of professional baseball, and it's uh, it's more and more prevalent. And as guys throw harder and harder, just to be honest, give us your assessment of Sonia and Quinn uh, moving forward. What kind of freshman years you thought they had? What what kind of potential they have moving forward? Well, I think uh, the sky's the limit with both of them. Um, you know, more so this year, if you look at, you know, offense around the country, it was up. Uh, obviously, ERA was up around the country. Walks were up. So just literally offense in, in itself was up, not just in the SEC, but, but around the like around college baseball. And, you know, the exciting thing about those two guys is they're obviously super talented. They've got a ton of experience this past year, and I think you're just going to continue to see them grow. And, you know, I kind of correlate it to, you know, you guys, I think our fan base watched, uh, I'll give you a position player comp. They watched Thomas Dillard and Greg Kessinger come in the league as freshmen and maybe struggle offensively and hit 200 and then become, you know, great players. I really feel like those two kids have all the potential in the world to be, you know, that type of arm uh, moving forward in our program. So um, them and, and as well as other guys, I mean, Sam Sequoian and, you know, a number of, of young guys, you know, Braden Jones was a kid that I started, I thought started really started, you know, make a step forward. Mm-hmm. He's got a great arm who, who we have huge expectations for next year. Uh, so uh, I think there's some exciting guys that, you know, after one year of, of experience uh, are going to really be ready to take a step forward next year. Who are your velo guys? Who are your guys uh, throwing? Like I'm watching LSU and uh, – Florida right now, and they got guys throwing 96, 97. Who are our guys? We've got, uh, I mean, any of those guys have, have approached that. Now, the, the thing when you look at the difference between the guys you're watching on TV and our guys is there, there's a two-year age difference. You oh, know, those kids, yeah. our guys were 19, those guys are 21, uh, 22. So just the, 
the the nature of going through college baseball, you know, uh, the physicality of it, a uh, couple more years of, of mother nature in the weight room working, you, you start to see the, the, you could see it in peaks at times. Like I've seen, I've seen uh, Sonia and Quinn get up to 96, 97. It's just not as consistent because again, they're, they're younger dudes and they're still coming into it. And I think that was the, the thing that, you know, was tough uh, last year with the injuries. You know, we just had to throw a lot of freshmen and we had to throw a, a lot of freshmen in the, the best baseball conference in the country. And um, so the, the good news uh, for that is, you know, through those growing pains, you gained a lot of a lot of valuable experience. Coach, from the portal going forward, you picked up a big time arm already. How many? What, what are your goals from here on out on on the mound? Oh man, um, looking for people if you think they can make a difference. Um, you know, it's it's like you said, there's so much in flux uh, with the draft approaching. So you're just trying to do the best you can to make sure that you have, you know, the, the right amount of players. But if I'm being honest, you know, hindsight being 2020, you know, you look at the portal and uh, you look at, you know, this time last year, you know, we were winning a national championship, but um, I think we missed out on the opportunity to, to bring some, some pieces in. And then we lose some stuff in the draft and you have some injuries. And so you wake up and you, you go, man, I wish we had a little more depth on the mound, obviously. And, uh, that's the thing that we're trying to do, we're trying to make sure that we're prepared this year. Uh, that we're bringing in the the right pieces, but the tricky part is um, trying to figure out the draft. You know what's going to stay, what's going to go, uh, who we're going to get, and then how does that affect the next kid that we recruit? So uh, I wish I had a, a crystal ball. Just just know by the time I get to like August second, I'm going to be in a really good place. But I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to sleep much until then. Hey, coach, thank you for your time. We appreciate you and haul in some more talent. Okay. Will do, fellas. Y'all have a good one. Thank, Thank you coach. very much. Let's do some old missing uh, news before we get done, and then when we take the break, we'll come back and Yancey and guys, we can go back with the other recruiting tidbits, and then uh, we'll get Chuck's good, bad, and ugly. One of the pitchers that uh, came through Ole Miss and was drafted after his junior year in 2018, James MacArthur. Remember the big six mm-hmm. seven. Right-hander, ended up on the weekend, the last two. He was drafted in the 12th round uh, after his junior year by the Philadelphia Phillies. They traded him to Kansas City on May the 8th. He's been called up. He has yet to throw a pitch in the big leagues, but he is on the big league roster there for the Royals, so we'll watch out. And then we've got basketball. The opponents have been uh, stuck out there for the 2024 conference Opponents. Ole Miss will get at home Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, Florida, Mississippi State, Missouri, South Carolina, Texas A&M, and Vanderbilt. And on the road, Auburn, Georgia, Kentucky, LSU, Mississippi State, Missouri, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Texas A&M. I think that's very favorable for Ole Miss. I, I like the schedule. Of course, everything changes year to year, but I, I like the way that that sets up. So you're getting Mizzou both places, Mississippi State both places, South Carolina home and home, A&M home and home, with uh, Vandy, Florida. You get Auburn home and home, Arkansas and Alabama uh, in Oxford with Georgia, Kentucky, LSU, and Tennessee on the road. Yeah, I think Bear's pretty happy about it, I would guess. I mean, I haven't spoke to him about it, but, I would, you know, that's, again, a very – uh, favorable schedule for Ole Miss with the SEC as deep as it is now. You know, there's uh, I, I like it. 
course, the SEC uh, and Ole Miss news, and we'll get to that SEC news here in just a second, is brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers, the South's leading estate jewelry and diamond solitaires. As Chuck from there always says, you know she's worth it. You know, going back to Yancey's point about <clears throat> the schedule's favorable, I don't think you can judge that anymore because – the rosters turn over so much. We don't know what Missouri's going to have next year. Well, Alabama South just Carolina. right. Alabama just had a five star go in the transfer portal. Yeah. yeah, just go into the transfer portal. I mean, so so you can look at a schedule and based on. I'm basing it on last year and you know, basketball years, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can say it yeah, changes here, year to year. Now. Here's the tradition, you know, and yeah. and all that, but. Man, who knows? Kentucky may not be any good next year. <laughs> who knows? One other question that came through on the text message, do you see a running back in the portal before the season starts? We hope so. <laughs> I don't know who it's going to be, but we we need one. We three, need one. three is not enough, I'm telling you. You get yep. an injury or two and you are in trouble. Yeah, we need one. We do. And uh, Florida making a pitching change, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Lots of walks and hit batters there in that Yeah, Caglione blew up. Blew up. Is three waltz, a hit three batter. two or four to two LSU at this point. I think it's LSU's three taking the lead, yeah. and, uh, and one out, and change. got Tommy White coming up. He's a, he's dangerous. Mm. They're changing pitchers. Still to go. We've got uh, more look at uh, the red and blue chips recruiting. Brought to you by the Grove Collective. Because what we got almost through the football commitments. Then we've got other tidbits from all of the sports to get to. In the next segment, my, and my good, good, bad, and ugly isn't going to be anything but what we've done, talked about the whole night. That's you know, okay. <laughs> you asked Carl about the the pitching, right, and yeah. knowing from the the grandson, and and obviously Carl's. To me, it's a pitch count thing for me, and how many pitches those young guys yeah. throw. And I know that there are limits, and I know you know in all the leagues and all the ages, but to me, there's just so many pitches. Then they are bigger and stronger. As Carl said, I too. just I just don't like a curveball at at age I, ten. I agree. I mean, yeah. I think of that snap yep. to throw a curve and what the pressure on that elbow for a kid that age. I think maintaining your arm too, right? But you know, the stretching proper stretches before the games, even at home, that's a big segment of it too. We'll conclude next. I don't know she's all right. I don't know she's all right. She's all right. She's all right. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color t-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything. Oh, Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. To put a conclusion to this one, another Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline, and we'll do so by talking about the Grove Collective. We have mentioned it a couple of times on the program. The Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment is brought to you by the Collective, trying to create and enhance the NIL opportunity for almost student-athletes providing the level of protection and guidance in today's NIL marketplace, the Grove Collective. Yancey, where do you want to pick up when we left off? Yeah, a couple more commitments that Ole Miss landed. Uh, another kid out of the Bayou State, cornerback Bernard Casey, picked Ole Miss over Colorado and Mississippi State Wednesday. And then a defensive end uh, named Cameron Clark, 6'5", 235-pound uh, defensive end out of Tennessee, picked Ole Miss over Notre Dame, Pitt, Mississippi State and Virginia Tech. Some recruiting tidbits, as I used to call them, big ones. Uh, Lake Cormont five-star defensive lineman Cameron Franklin was at Ole Miss last Tuesday for his third trip to Ole Miss in the month of June. It still looks like this is Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Miami battle with Auburn somewhat in the mix. Ole Miss's top 25 QB target, Deuce Knight, out of George County, was at Ole Miss Wednesday, 6'5", Southpaw, another left-hander we saw uh, earlier, Ole Miss, uh, committed uh, left-handers so this and Austin Simmons, so this their number one target in the 25 class is also left-handed. I think that's very interesting. And then um, Dorothy, uh, Dorothy, Georgia edge rusher Maurice Davis took an official visit over the weekend, two of them in this past week, the Florida State and South Florida should be making his decision very shortly. Ole Miss is heavily in the mix with that one. Baseball commit, uh, Ole Miss probably picked up their biggest commit, arguably, in Andrew Fisher, a third baseman there at Duke. Um, extraordinary uh, freshman there at Duke. He hit 289 with 11 home runs, 27 extra base hits, scored 38 runs while missing over a month of the season, 16 games. Big-time pickup for Ole Miss there, and he's only a freshman. And then University of Tampa middle infielder J.D. Urso committed to Ole Miss last week. He played at Tampa where his dad coached. He hit 374 last year, a versatile player that can also play second base as well as shortstop in case something happened to Cooper. So those are the biggest ones right now as far as what's worthy. 
And you got the you're gonna the basketball Cam Scott scheduled to visit right September 30. Yep, we can talk a little bit about him. He's uh, a top 100 national prospect, um, six five shooting guard out of South Carolina. He's actually rated number 23 in the country. Uh, he set up an official visit with Ole Miss on the September the 30th. All right. What do we got as far as the good, the bad, and the ugly? Rinse and repeat. Okay, do it. <laughs> well, the good, we've had eight football commitments since we were last on the air. And uh, <clears throat> I'm kind of ad-libbing here a little bit. Uh, I think it's very critical nowadays in recruiting, and it always has been, but I think even more so now, to have good evaluators on your staff because I think that what's happening is – you're seeing more and more kids come out, I think, that are D1 quality players. And I think these three stars of today were probably four stars of yesteryear. Um, I think the athletes are just better. They're, and you get kids like uh, this Darty Georgia Edge, Maurice Davis, that took an official visit, 6'5 kid uh, that Florida State's after, South Florida's after. You know, those kids, I don't want to say you're going to make a living with diamonds in the rough, but uh, you certainly need to have some diamond in the rough, and you got to have coaches that can evaluate. I, that's the reason I, I have uh, pretty good feelings about these eight commitments, particularly uh, the Simmons kid, the quarterback from Florida, who's also expected to pitch on the Rebel baseball team and maybe be even be a weekend starter. I hear he's that good uh, left-handed and throw 94. Traveris Banks out of Tuscaloosa, the safety, a four-star kid. And then Anthony Robinson, uh, a safety out of Destrehan, Louisiana, who, as I said earlier, talked about being a a Cody Pruitt clone. Um, I I think they've really helped themselves. Cameron Clark, defensive end out of Tennessee, really tremendous athlete at 6'5". You can't can't, – you can't make can't six five. Nope. You can't coach six five. You got to be six five. So I, I'm pretty happy with the way things are going right now. And then, and it's June. So why would you have any bad and ugly in June? And Chuck on Cameron Clark, there he ran eleven uh, two seven one hundred meter. And I don't. I know people are some are not familiar in track speed, but that's you know that's that's really fast for, for a, a kid that size. Yeah, that's I'm tremendous. talking about uh, that is big time speed. So I think that's. One that you said, again, evaluations. Mm -hmm. And with getting Pete Golding there on the staff, having those evaluations, and you really see him hitting the state of Louisiana now. He's already picked up four commitments in the Bayou State just since he's been, you know, hired here at Ole Miss. So it's interesting. We haven't had that much traction over there since Ed Orgeron. So that's an interesting development to watch as well. Well, this guy brings a relentlessness to this staff that I think – I'm not saying it's been missing, but he's certainly bringing more relentlessness, and, and I think that he's bringing that from being uh, the Saban model. Saban, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I, I'm thinking it's rubbing off on some other guys as well. This this guy, like I think, relentless is a great word for him. Tell them how to get in contact with the Grove Collective again. We, we know the urgency with that. Go to, you know, grovecollective.com. Uh, yeah. Get there with uh, Walker Jones and company. Uh, you know, Rebel fans, they, they really need the support right now. As Chuck said, things are not getting cheaper. They're getting more expensive, and so is the competition. Yeah. 
And we've obligated a lot of money, a lot of money. Got to thank our people at uh, Big Delta Power Sports, 155 Cracker Barrel Drive for the good. And as Chuck said, it's it's the summertime. We don't need any any no bad or ugly. You know, and the thing the thing about the let me make one more comment about the Grove Collective. We can compete with anybody if we'll get in behind it by in the masses. We can't sit back and wait for the big boys to take care of all the money needs, though. Thank you, people. Thank you. Hotty toddy.